All right, episode, I don't know. I'm never prepared uh, what episode this is of Horseman Academy. I have a special guest who I've been chasing down now for, it's gotta be at least three months. That is been giving, what You ain't even supposed to be talking yet. Been giving me to run around for at least the last three months. Um, colleagues of Aisha Shelton um, from Park Street and Aisha Shelton team and Braden Real Estate Group. Oh no! What, what's the what's the fir- the formal name? Is it Braden Real Estate Group or what is it? It is Braden okay. Real Estate Group. So I got it right. Okay, you did get it right. Um, and, and I'm not gonna use um, the um, the name that she has on Instagram. I'm gonna use her professional business name today. Thank you. Um, please, Nicole Handy. Welcome yourself to Horseman Academy. Thank please. you so much. I am so delighted to be here. No, we appreciate it. So just give the people a little bit about yourself before we get started. Um, again, the Academy is an opportunity for us to give people actionable items. Okay. Um, I wanted to have a woman CEO here today to talk about what's happening in business, what's happening in market, and then just what she's been doing in the content creator space as well, because she's been able to take a lot of the details from her business and turn that into content as well. We want to talk about those details. So please give people some of your information. Hey, everybody. My name is Nicole Handy. I am the co-CEO of Brayton Real Estate Group. I proudly say that we are a women-owned, black-owned business, yeah. right? Yep. So we started in 2019, and when I say co-CEO, because my first cousin. Yeah, yeah, you know? which, which, I, which I'm familiar with as yeah, well. Yeah. I didn't know if we wanted to be putting our business out in the streets also, you, in, know? you know? But a former Sooner, um, also, <laughs> you know, um, friend of mine, shout out Jamisha. We appreciate you making this connection for us also. Absolutely, yeah, but she's my first cousin, and so her and I are co-CEOs of Brayton Real Estate Group. We started our business in 2019. Um, roughly today, we are in two cities, Houston and Dallas, and we have roughly, and y'all y'all know with real estate agent sponsorship, the number changes all the time. Last I checked, we were 87 sponsored agents. Oh, wow. 87. So the last time I talked to y'all, we're like 50. Mm-hmm. So w- w- how has this growth been through COVID? And I know I'm jumping a little bit, but that's interesting y'all were able to grow during, during COVID also. Yeah. You know, honestly... Believe it or not, you know, as a as a CEO, right, sometimes you just jump into business yeah. because you want to be in business, right? True. And not because you know you have all the strategies, the fundamentals, and things like that. We jumped into business because, honestly, we were realtors, real estate agents, good real estate agents that could not find what we were looking for in brokerage. Interesting. You so know? you decided that, that okay, I like this. This is going to pivot our conversation okay. a little. Okay, let's go for it now. You determined that since you didn't find something in the space that works for you all, we're gonna create. We're gonna create it. Yeah. yeah. What does that process look like, though? So no, really. So let's just kind of take it back to like not finding something, okay. right? So we were, you know, been through. We had been through like four real estate brokerages before okay. we decided to create our own. Um, some of them were really good. Some of them, you know, yeah. not so good. We've experienced yeah. racism. You know, we've experienced racism. We've experienced just not like a feeling of belonging. Um, But the the main thing was why we created Brayton Real Estate Group, because if you if you truly look at the dynamic or the history of the black real estate brokerage. Right. um, It's associated with a lot of affordable housing and things of that nature, you know, and we have we, we 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 want to help as many people as we can. Right. Yeah. But we also wanted to create a space that we I mean, we wanted to be in other spaces as well. Why can't we be in luxury? Yeah. You know, why can't we be in high end? You know, why can't we be in development? Why can't we be in commercial? Right. You know, why can't we be known as one of the top brokerages in any of those industries as well? Right. So not pigeonhole yourself in only Absolutely. a certain right. few areas of real estate. You determine 
we can do it all. Right. right. And in order to do it all, you got to create it. Absolutely. Because okay. there was no, we, we could not find a brokerage that we, brand wise too, you know, that we felt we were comfortable aligning okay. with brand wise too. So you, when you see a lot of things of Brayton Real Estate Group, we are very particular about the brand. Oh, they are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, we're, yeah, we're very, and that is, that is for a reason, yeah. right? Because we could not find one single, I mean, even from little things like what the logo looks like, like, yeah. am I comfortable putting this person's logo on my, you know, yeah. on my stuff, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and we, we were not. So we were just like, screw this. It's done. We're going to create our own. Okay. You know, and we never really had a recruiting strategy. We have now, right? Let me tell you something. We were good real estate agents. We sucked at being brokerage owners. You know, that, that's it, the hard part. Transitioning right. from being a sales driven person as a agent to being a business operator as the broker. It's totally different, yeah. you know, and, 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 and it was a lot of growing pains. Okay. Like we had to bring in mentors, coaches, yeah. you know, and we still meet with our meeting with her tomorrow. You know, we meet with our coach every two weeks, like clockwork, don't miss a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't because it's so, it's so intricate and so key to the success of our business. You know, they really helped us shape up from being not profitable at all to being very profitable, you know, yeah. but it took work and it is a shift in your mindset Set, your actions, the way you do everything, you cannot be the sole, the top performer and have a good, you know, running business. Yeah. I mean, you, you were, you know, we were talking before we started and you were asking me about like, you know, what does the process look like being here, et cetera. And you mentioned top performer. Like I attempt not to always be present. You need other people right. who can right. work the same system and maybe improve upon the system that you put in place. Mm -hmm. Have you found people that can intercede for you yet being fill the gap that you may be able to fill you know what so i i, I have a really good team of people great right? i have a really good team of people i think sometimes it's me <laughs> i'm just being very transparent i think sometimes it's me like you know you have to you have to i'm you know you have to a lot of business owners or people that stump their growth in business without question they don't do it like i do it without no, they don't do it exactly how it, it's not the nicole way or y'all hear this right. i'm telling seriously. you this is really no important. seriously yeah. seriously right so so yeah. you know and then you have to reflect and look at your stuff did i train them effectively hmm. you know am i giving them all the necessary tools that they need to be successful right and you have to be comfortable with stepping away and, and being okay right but i've learned to like if you look at a lot of my stuff now it's not me 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 it's i even if it's an individual content post or yeah. something like that i still say the nicole handy team our i have to train i'm i'm retraining my audience to not look at Nicole as the individual agent, yeah. but to look at Nicole, the team, the, the, there's a team of great people behind me that makes all of this run together. Definitely. You know, and but, you just, you <clears throat> might see my face a little more, but trust me, there is a team of phenomenal people that makes this ship stay afloat. Exactly. Yeah. So let's talk um, Nicole as the person now, um, how you got to where you are, because a lot of this um, storytelling is important for the next group of people who right. might be Braden or might be Creators Guild or might be Poor Horsemen, et cetera. Mm -hmm. What made you even get started in real estate? Now, I've got a, a, a funny backstory. When I first met Nicole with Jamisha, she said she was the top black engineer <laughs> from Prairie View. Oh my God. <laughs> so all you other engineers <laughs> from PV, she said, I'm the top black engineer from Prayer View. You need to let me know if that's a fact. Wait a minute. We got a lot of you who wait listen. A minute, wait a minute. Let's see how the backstory behind the backstory. The backstory was I was making a point saying that 
in this world of content and you know social media you can be whoever you truly want that to be. True. Right? That you, is you true. You can be whoever you want to you be. You ruined so. the joke now, though. I, know, I didn't no, want to get a backstory. No, don't have these people coming after me, okay? <laughs> so I was making a point that you can be whoever you want to be. Agreed. So if I got on and said, hey, I'm the top black engineer to ever graduate Prairie View. And that's, that's what exact, she said, guys. That's she that's, said that. That's exactly what what some people will believe. Of course. Right? You know that what I'm saying? True. So so that was, it was a joke. We just said, I'm just making a point that you really can't, you really, you can't you really can. be whoever uh, you want to be. Social media allows you to create an image of yourself that right. can be completely separate of what your real life situation Absolutely. is. Absolutely. I would agree right. with that. So top black engineer. Oh, let's talk, you, oh let's, let's talk through like your process of getting from corporate to real estate to now owning break. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So I was, so I have, I've had a real, real estate license since 2012. Oh, wow. Okay. I started my corporate career in 2008. Okay. Four years later, I got my real estate license in 2019. So all this time I've had a real estate license for, for years and worked corporate. Real estate was my side hustle. It was good travel money, good savings money, you know, but it wasn't my form of taking care of myself and supporting exactly. my family, right? Um, but so I'm a little weird. I can I can attest that I'm a little weird. I do get bored very easily. Okay. You know? Okay. And so every, around every four to five year mark, if I'm not doing something different, I'm just like bored out of my mind. So you know it. Like you, yeah, you, I know. you know, I know the it. cycle. I know. If you look at my cycle of career and life, every five years I've either switched jobs. Wow. You know? switch, you know, done something different, yeah. added something completely new to my portfolio, you know, something like that. But I know that, you yeah. know, yeah, I know that I get bored easily. So, um, I started my corporate career at one company left. I was, a, uh, I was in management consulting actually. Okay. And then, so I left that company cause I was bored mm -hmm. and went to go do something else. Totally hated it. So I did it for about a year and I was like, I'm over this. And then I ended my career, but my last six years, as a corporate professional was at Shell, the oil company. Gotcha. Great company, right? And I, I, I had a really big role in my opinion. You know, I made good money. Mm -hmm. You know, I managed some really, a really, um, really high technical solution for the entire North America. You know, so I had a, a really good, good paying role. It's just, I got bored, yeah. you know? Yeah. I got bored. And so I started looking for other ventures and other avenues. And I said, you know what? I'm going to focus on real estate. Okay. And I'm going to focus on real estate. Now, the one thing I didn't have was this big sphere of influence. Like, I ain't come from money. You know, my mom's friends aren't rich. I can just go say, hey, let's go buy let's all go this buy house. house. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But so what I started doing, um, I asked my company, could I go part time? Wow. Because I know I knew they allowed that because that was like one of the things that they offered for people going on maternity leave and, you know, working their way back into full time. So they told me no. You know, no, seriously, they told me no. And... Um, that's said, weird though. If you if you've seen it happen for other people, they told me. Why do you no. think the no happened to you? Well, they said my role was too critical. Wow. Okay. You know? Okay. And so I'm even in all that though, I didn't realize how much of an asset and how much value I brought to the company. You right? didn't even know you had made yourself almost irreplaceable. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So I waited a couple of months. Hey, they told me I, I, I'm gonna try again. Yeah. You know, <laughs> try again. They told me no again. So that second time they told me no, I had started kind of working my way into real estate, finding my groove in real estate and things like that. Again, I had a real estate license since 2012. Now projected fast forward, we're talking about 2019, yeah. right? So, yeah. been in, so I've actively bought and sold real estate for many years. So 
I knew the business. Okay. Right? Okay. Well, I, oh, well let me say this. I knew the transaction side of it. Yeah. You and know? we're going to go from your transition yes. from transactional to the ownership side. Right. Okay. Right. So I knew the transactional okay. side of it. Right? Okay. Um, so I knew the ins and outs of a transaction. Okay. Running the business was totally different, right? But I was getting by with day-to-day transactions. Right. So you were working yourself to the bone then, basically. At, right. Because I would literally have shell. That's what I was going to say, yeah. And real estate here, and I would be at my shell desk doing like this. And not to mention you have a family. Absolutely. So Absolutely. How did, how did, Absolutely. You, how did all of that Absolutely. work? So, but, so, so one day I said, hey, I want to go part-time. Okay. And they said no again. And I said, okay, well, today's the day that I quit. Whoa. And they said, whoa, 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 you can go part-time. <laughs> Right. No, but what that taught me is that you 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 don't get what you ask for, you get what you negotiate. That is true. That is a fact. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. get what you negotiate, not what you ask for. So when I told them, well, you know, it's this is it's either this or nothing, then they were like, Okay, no problem, you can go part time. Okay. But what that allowed me to do was spend more time focusing on my full time new real estate career. Yeah. And making Shell my part time career. Exactly. Right, right, right. So that I was working in my in the capacity of a real estate agent full time before I just cut it off. So they didn't, and and this is what a lot of people should do. You use your W-2 job. Leverage the funds, leverage everything. To fuel that entrepreneur journey. I tell anybody that I don't believe in just jumping out. Yeah. Right? Like, well, some people can jump out but, yeah, some people like chaos. Right, but you know, I'm yeah. not a chaotic person. Yeah, some right? people you know, prefer chaos. I yeah. like nice things. I have grown lady bills. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. I do. You know, so to cut off my income would cut off my lifestyle and, you know, things exactly. like that. You know, yeah, I, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Realistically, I, I like nice things. And I, like I said, I have real bills. Yeah, yeah. So it yeah. wasn't an option just to say, let me figure it out. Yeah, you know, yeah. if... <laughs> No, you and, know, and some people will do that and they'll figure it out. And then some people will do it and not figure it out. Right. Right. And that's kind of the the yeah. scare tactic that corporations use to keep you at the job. Right. Too. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. There's safety net. Right. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I was really it, it got to the point where I can no longer do real estate and work corporate anymore. I was the suckiest corporate employee you would ever meet. So you quiet quit. Yeah. That's that new term where you basically do it less and less. And it got sad. This is why I'm like, okay, it has to be a wrap. And and a week after this, I put in, I was like, hey, I'm just completely done. I had a meeting with my boss. Okay. At the time he was in UK, you know, in the UK. We were, we were. Multinational. In in corporate too. I mean, I mean, in COVID too. Okay. So, you know, like everybody's working from home. There was no going. So anyway, my boss was in the UK and we had a meeting, like a status call. And he basically told me like, I'm very disappointed in you. On the call in front of everybody? No, no, no. It was just he and I. Oh, okay. It was just he and I, but he was like, I'm very, he was like, no, his exact words were, this is very disappointing. You know? And I'm like, you know what? This isn't me to leave this type of, you know, leave this type of footprint wherever mm-hmm. I go. So it's time for me to give it up. Yeah. And that's when I gave it up and I have never looked back. Okay. I okay. have never looked back. So that was your transition to 2019. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let, let's break down a few terms for people. Cause again, on Academy, um, it may seem basic, but a lot of people may not even know the different parts of a business. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. Especially on real estate. Everyone wants to put the camera on me for this one too, John. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> wants to be in real estate right now, everyone. But they don't know where to start. We've had people come on the academy that have talked about wholesaling. We've had people who've came on the academy who are home builders. We've had realtors, but we've never had a broker. Mm -hmm. What is a, I'm asking you like I don't know. Okay. 
Can you explain what a brokerage does in comparison to all the other facets of real yeah, estate? Yeah, absolutely. So with the real estate, Texas law, the Texas Real Estate Commission says every licensed agent that is not a broker must be sponsored by a broker that owns okay. a brokerage slash brokerage, right? Okay. Must be sponsored by a broker, right? So the broker actually assumes all of the liability associated with that real estate agent performing real estate transactions. Okay. So okay. let's get in this camera again one more time. Her camera, John. Um, Texas real estate requires a broker to do what again with the liability? Assume all the liability of the actions of a real estate agent. So if money is bad, the broker is responsible on the back end. Like let's say a transaction goes bad, the broker is responsible for Every real estate transaction is the agent acting on behalf of the brokerage. And see, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. They they think y'all just out here willy-nilly. That, yes. Willy like, yeah, you know, like no, that's why I wanted extreme, to have you on. Risk. There's an extreme amount of risk and liability associated with sponsoring agents, especially at, on a larger scale. Number so one. you're over 80 agents now. You ought to see what our insurance. That's what I was, was going to be my next question. <laughs> the so cost of it is. As yeah. a person who deals with a lot of um, P&L, in, you know, insurance, a lot of details that make the business, you you all have to be tough <laughs> with the. In- well, I mean, literally, we just so actually, I, funny we talk about this because it was just insurance renewal time. It is right? this time, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah this yeah. insurance renewal time, and what those insurance companies look at is the amount of agents you have okay. and their production, right? How much how much income you're bringing in through them, commissions you're bringing in, and their production, right? The 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 more that number grows. I mean, the higher the insurance cost is, but I mean, it's automatic. It's expensive either way. So you know? you're relying then on quality agents, one, not only to help you build the business, right. but two, to protect the business. Because if your agents are doing shady things, right, absolutely. you're doing shady it's things. A, it's a joke in real estate, in the real estate world amongst real estate brokerages. It's like, it's not when you're going to get sued. It's I mean, it's not if you're going to get sued, it's when, when right? Wow, that's tough. Yeah, yeah. so that's it's tough. A, real estate is a huge liability, you know? And the crazy part about it, if you look at what it takes to get a real estate license, it's nothing. Hairstylists. That's what I was say. It's nothing. Have to go about a thousand more hours. Yeah, barbers have more hours than than, than, than real realtors. estate professionals. Yeah. yeah. Man, I see, I never thought about that. So we're learning something today um, just around the differences when you're the business owner in a real estate right, transaction. Right, right. So if, if so just say an individual agent goes out there and does something incorrect. That's, yeah. That causes a need for litigation. It's the brokerage responsibility and not necessarily so that particular agent. So you heavy on training then, I can imagine. We we are heavy on training, okay. you know, and again, something we had to learn as brokerage owners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. no, seriously, you know, seriously, yeah. that's something we had to learn as brokerage owners too. Because like I said, we were great transactional realtors. Yeah, yeah. You tell me how to write up, ask me how to write up a contract and get an individual client to the closing table, hands down, could do it with my eyes closed. Okay. Running a whole brokerage of agents making sure they are properly trained, uh, re- retained, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, Because they can you leave know? after yeah, you yeah. giving them all the tools. Tra- yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Trained, retained, you know, making sure that, that you're not caught up in some major lawsuit and protecting your brand and image is a lot. Man, that's tough. Yeah. So uh, let's piggyback off of that then. Um, we know what a brokerage is, but now that you're almost, are you still selling? Are you still a realtor also, or 
what, what does that look like for you and and your co CEO as well? Yes. What does that look like for y'all? So my co CEO was just like, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so she just 100% runs the, you know, is is, is a true broker. Okay. So she, I'm not the broker of the broker. She is. Okay. You know, so okay. honestly, she takes actually a little bit more liability than me. Wow. You know, because wow. she is the actual sponsored bro- sponsoring broker. Understand? Yeah. Understand. Right. So she has the broker's license. Okay. okay. But um. I have not fully given up transactions yet. I'm not in it as much as I should. Okay. I, but and you know, let's just be very transparent. It's been difficult for me to be such the face of everything, you know. Which I would say you are. Right. Yeah, I right. would say you are. Yeah. yeah. When I started in real estate, you know, I did use content to fuel my real estate mm-hmm. career. You know, I was like, let me get in front of every camera I possibly can, you know, social media, mm-hmm. you know, everything. And it did explode my real estate business. I will not lie about that. You know, I, I tested that. Now, mind you, of course, I got a little something up here. Too. Without question. Right. But, yeah. you know, I did use content and content creation as a way to fuel my real estate business. And it really took off more than I could actually handle which is why we created the Nicole Handy team because Nicole Handy could manage all the business by herself. Now I get why the team's coming to play. Right, right. That makes sense right. now. Okay, so, that was going to be my next question right, too. Right, so for okay. a while it was Nicole Handy, the realtor. I remember And that. that's what everybody has seen yeah. for the past two or three years, yeah. right? So transitioning to get people to understand like, hey, it's Nicole Handy, the broker, I mean, the, the team, right? Nicole Handy and team yeah. that's still going to take excellent care of you. I still oversee everything. They still follow a lot of my practices, policies, procedures, and so on. Right. I've had to, I'm still, I'm still in the process of training my audience to get that and understand it. Cause I do still have some people that will call and say, well, I know you got a team, but I only want you. you. Right. You know, so that's, that's the difficult part. So I am not a hundred percent out of transactions. My ideal role at the Brayton real estate group would just be training agents all day long to do what I've created. Okay. You know, do what I've done, right? But I, I'm not there yet. But okay. I do want to be there. Yeah, absolutely. So next five years, what do you see for Brayton? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> hey, next five years. I see Brayton um, national. Okay. Even maybe uh, um, international, global. Okay. You know, I know we have an office in Houston now, Dallas. I see us being one of the top, believe it or not, the top real estate brokerages for real estate content creation. No, we're going to put that in the... You know? um, in the universe right now that, you, that you are yeah the top. Well, like there's no reason to uh, that's true that's true, you know, that's we're, true. we're not in the business of trying yeah. you, yeah. you you're gonna do it like yeah. right? we yeah. we've seen the steps that you've taken to this point there's no reason to think that you're gonna stop now right and I, i'm not i'm not saying i'm looking to celebrate real estate group but yeah. I, you know i do see us being approached by major companies and corporations looking to acquire us yeah so there's an acquisition opportunity as well right right yeah, yeah. you don't think about that because the more you grow the more the, the the biggest of the big fish come downstream and say, you know yeah. what, why, why don't I try to buy this one? Right. And then, you know, yeah. just being honest, you we we never woke up and said, we want to be the biggest black brokers is this, are known for being mm-hmm. the black brokers is this, but we are black people. Of course. You know, so we yeah. are known as a black broker. And Without I'm question. totally okay with that. Without question. You know, and when you look at some of these major companies that look to meet their diversity mm-hmm. quota, you know, Y'all would be a nice fit. Right. Right. Yeah. We would be a nice fit. Not only are we black owned, we're women owned. Okay. You Next know? five years for you. Woo! <laughs> Come on. You. Next five years. Totally out of production. Totally okay. out of real estate sales. Okay. You know, um, having a a, a, a a large production scale team across multiple cities. Okay. You know, um, I, you, I, I will definitely have some type of national real estate training and coaching gotcha. course. Okay. You know, and then um, after three o'clock, you probably won't find me. 
Oh, so you you, <laughs> you, you work in those uh, dentist office hours. Absolutely. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. Absolutely. What is it? 11 to 3? Yeah, that's and what not they, on Fridays. Yeah, not on Fridays. Yeah, you work in that those hours. Me, okay. Know, that would okay. be me. That, hopefully that would be me. You know, but no, I want to, um, I, I do also want to um, uh, cr- create opportunities for people of color, yeah. minorities, that don't feel like they can be in certain spaces because they didn't grow up in those Understand. spaces. So maybe like a luxury academy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 And, and I want them to feel comfortable being in those spaces. And I'm speaking from someone who wasn't comfortable being in those spaces. You know, it was a point in time like I'd probably just be cool with selling. I mean, you telling me that the top black engineer from Prairie View was not comfortable in the luxury spaces? <laughs> I'm not, not going to Well, I mean, that. you know, if, if, if it's something you've never done before, know. you know, sometimes things can, you, it can be a little bit intimidating. It can be. You know, and I'm not going to sit here and say like, hey, I'm the biggest and the bad is because I am still intimidated by some things, you definitely, know. Definitely. But the 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 difference between me and others is that I don't let the intimidation stop me. Okay, right. I'm just okay. gonna push through it. Now you might never know, but but <laughs> you are, but right, you are pushing absolutely. through it. Yeah. But I, you might not know. I'm I'm truly working. Take it's taking everything in my soul to push through it. But I'm gonna push through it. Okay, let's yeah. give um, the ten year younger you. Some advice, and that might be a person who is new into real estate, absolutely new yeah. in the game. But let, like, think back to when you were, you know, you said 2012. Uh-huh. So let's go 10 years younger. Right. You, yeah. what would you tell a new person entering into the space, ambition, goals, and dreams that they have? What would you say? Learn from other people's mistakes, hands down. Okay. Find you a real estate coach or mentor early. Okay. I always say if I. We spent a lot of time figuring it out. Of course. You know, and I'll be honest, the last two years haven't been figuring it out because of our coach. But before that, it was a lot of figuring it out. Even small things like, how do we pay people? What do we pay people? What's the percentage? You know, what's the what's the national average? I mean, the local average for this. So, you know, them things like just what systems do we use? Right. You know, so I, I, I honestly would be a real estate tycoon right now had I not spent seven years of my real estate career figuring it out. You know, so hire, invest in your training, coaching and development. And I say this all the time. We go to school. We'll spend a hundred thousand dollars on a university education. Straight up. Right. But we will not take and invest any money in what we're actively doing in the moment. Now, that's a fact. Like a lot of people. They think once they have the job or what they're doing, they're comfortable. Well, look at look. But honestly, look at how many people have degrees and aren't working in those degrees that's at the, all. That's anyway. probably the majority, right? You yeah, know what I'm saying? That's, that's probably, probably the, majority. the majority. And yeah. like right now, social media is like really flipping that all the way upside down because. But social media tell you you don't need the, a job at all. You <laughs> need to just go out and. Um, it's perception, though, and, right? And yeah, that but, is true. But but nowadays, this is what our younger generation is seeing: the perception. I don't have to get a job. I don't yeah. have to have a uh, education. I don't have to. Go you know aspire to have a career yeah. you know because I can just take a couple of photos put them out there and yeah you're right. you know right. but you know <laughs> and, and, and not downing anybody that is a content creator of course. because yeah. that is very much so and I've learned from working with my, my it is content a career. creator clients it is a very demanding career and it is a career. you know so I'm not I'm not knocking that at all you know yeah. and honestly I feel like one day content creation will be a curriculum without question in school without, and I hope you know? I'm a part of it yeah absolutely yeah, straight yeah, up, yeah straight I, up. I, I hope y'all see me in the curriculum too, <laughs> you know <laughs> All right, last thing. This is this is the most important. It's always my surprise question for every guest. So if you had $10,000 just liquid, we're going to recommend to someone, let's say someone walked in right now, they're meeting with you. Hey, I've got $10,000. What should they do to enhance their situation? 
That could be related to real estate. That could be related to creating content. That could be related to creating a profile. What would you recommend to someone if they had 10,000 right now, ready to invest in themselves or something else to build themselves? So I would say, hands down, take that money and find someone to build out your entire, pay somebody to build out your entire process and system flow that you're just operating. That's a new, that's a new answer. We haven't got that. So you say build the systems that'll save you time. I am a believer in paying people for their expertise. And it costs right. money to do that. It costs money to it do does. that. I, I, again, I was not a real estate brokerage yeah. owner, right? That was not my expertise. I paid somebody to give me the playbook. And the then from there, you're implementing, implementing what you now, paid. You have to implement, right? You yeah. have to do it yeah, but yeah. to give me the entire playbook. I paid somebody for that and it was worth every single dime. Now, we've had different answers every time for the 10000 that's the first time I've had, because I, I tend to be a systems person. Pay somebody so that, for that the playbook, right? Well, that's their yeah. systems as well. Pay somebody for the playbook. Yeah. It, no matter what you've done in life, somebody else has already done it and mastered it. That's true. And it's in information is in a book. Now they may be in a podcast. Right. They could be right. in other formats. You can find the information, but you chances are you probably have to pay to play. To play. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a fact. Yeah. All right. Where can people find you? All that good stuff again, if they're interested in normal. Absolutely. About you. So anybody can find me on social media. I am all over Instagram. My Instagram handle is Mrs. MRS Nikki N-I-K-K-I Handy. If you just click the link in my bio, it will take you to my email, my phone number. Also, if you're looking for me on Facebook, it's Nicole Handy Real Estate. If you're looking for me on LinkedIn, it's simply Nicole Handy. So like I said, I'm all over social media. Click the link in my bio and it'll give you multiple channels on how to connect with me. And we'll have the link um, in this episode description on all the podcast streaming apps, as well as on the Poor Horseman YouTube. So that has been the Academy with the top black engineer. <laughs> Can you stop saying from, that? Because if, if somebody's watching a portion of this, they oh, they will. They, oh, trust me. I know some people right now that are like, hold on, we got to validate that. Oh so with the top black engineer, I'm just playing. Thank you so much again. <laughs> Um, it has been my pleasure. Um, thank you so much for making the time. And that's been episode 11 of the Academy. We're out.